Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello, beauties. Welcome to the podcast. I am feeling luxurious today as I bring you today's episode, which is all about ways to expand your experience of everyday luxury. So I actually recorded a podcast called The Art of Simple Luxury, which I will drop in the show notes, a link to that in the show notes. And I was just reviewing it and it's really quite good. It's really a great episode. I highly recommend that you have a listen. And yet luxury is unlimited in ways that we can experience it in our everyday. One of the biggest limitations to our experience of luxury is the way that it is defined as basically something really expensive. And often it is. The soft caress of leather seats when you slip into a luxury vehicle and the gleam that you see across the dashboard the explosion of musky flavor that happens on your tongue when you bite into a plate of $75 truffle pasta. It is undeniable that the rare and the precious and the artisanally handcrafted has tremendous value in our lives. And yet, Luxury is not limited to these things that require great expense. There are ways to include luxury in your life, specific things that you can do and include and ways to approach luxury where it is not a treat to be had once a year or once in a lifetime, but it is instead an everyday portal 
to experience the fullness of yourself through your senses. So that is our destination today. And before we drop into the content, I want to share with you a extraordinary luxury that I experienced this weekend, which was the surprise of a beautiful review of the Come to Your Senses podcast on Instagram from one of our listeners, Zeta. My earbuds have been busy. Lately, I've been binge listening to a podcast hosted by Mary Lofgren. And so far, I've learned three key things. Redefining sensuality as something that doesn't have to be sexual or something practiced with someone else. Perhaps it can be defined as the simple practice of using your senses to be present in your body. Mary has taught me to expand my sensual awareness in everyday activities to feel more alive, awake, and embodied in my life. And then there are two more gems alongside such a gorgeous photo that when I first saw it, I thought it was a model and an ad for earbuds. (laughs) And I actually untagged myself initially because I was like, oh, this is just some brand that wants to include me as they sell their earbuds. And then I scrolled down and I said, oh, And I promptly messaged her in gratitude and said, please retag me. But it is such a gorgeous post, such a gorgeous photo. And I am so grateful to hear and to know what resonates for you and to have another muse to whisper to every week. And so if you would like to be featured on this podcast and hear your name read on the air, and be one of the sacred collection of muses that inspire this work, please head to iTunes to leave a review. You can also rate on Spotify. You can also write your favorite gems on social media and tag me. I promise I will examine the post carefully before untagging. And you have no idea how much it means to me to hear your reflections and to receive your reviews. Let us dive, my friends, now into the world of everyday luxury. And so I did an example of this on the Art of Luxury episode, but I'd like to give a variation of an exercise of a way that you can experience luxury's essence right now. So I'll invite you to take your right hand and place it on your left shoulder. This will take about 20 seconds and just move your hand from your left shoulder to your right shoulder, kind of like mindless, automatic, autopilot, and just notice what that experience is like. And now Place your hand on your left shoulder again and move to your right shoulder, allowing your hand, maybe closing your eyes, to move in the spirit and the sense of luxury, allowing your touch to be luxurious as it drapes over your collarbones, allowing your hand to experience the gorgeous architecture of your clavicle 
and your shoulder, like a Roman column. That is one way in which you can contact the experience of luxury in an embodied way is by recognizing that luxury is something that we absolutely access from our outside world. And the actual essence of luxury is experienced from the inside. The reason we love luxury isn't necessarily because of the thing itself, but it's because of the feeling that that thing evokes. And so the first gem is we've already explored one of the ways your senses can be a portal to luxury every day. Another way might be slowing down and experiencing your breath as an experience of luxury. I was just following my dog Winnie as she did her business in my front yard, and I was barefoot, keeping watch, of course, for where I was stepping, but feeling the mossy earth beneath my feet and marveling that this is what Winnie feels all the time and feeling the cool temperature meeting the warmth of the sun. And it was so luxurious. And that wasn't actually a gem that I planned. So that was a bonus gem. The next might be a surprising, simple luxury. And you might bristle at this word, but the next gem is the luxury of a budget. Ah, as a Virgo, spreadsheets are my love language. I love them so much. I have a meticulous spending plan that I don't keep perfectly by any means, but I do relish in the experience of knowing how much I have knowing how much I want to save, however much or little that may be in a month, having a regular automatic savings that is just unquestioned, that goes into different funds, and having a budget for luxury. And the pleasures and luxuries that I'm going to share with you today are relatively inexpensive. I tried to make everything that I share within the budget of $30 or less. And one of the simplest luxuries we can have is to be free of stress. And for so many of my clients, their stress comes from a lack of clarity around money. And so what ends up happening is that when there's not that clarity, Luxury becomes a treat or it becomes a way to recover from exhaustion or reward for overworking and overproducing. Whereas when it is worked into the budget as a regular experience, you are so much less likely to suddenly say, F it and spend, you know, $295 on a luxury massage at some fancy hotel because you're exhausted and you can't take it anymore and you end up spending way beyond your budget. And maybe $295 is no big deal. And that is an easy thing to spend money on. But whatever that compulsive, I must have this experience now because I've been deprived of it for too long, that cycle 
is a very unluxurious cycle to experience. And so one of the ways to interrupt that is to make luxury something that you have on a regular basis and that you've planned for so that it's not a surprise. And you know your budget, of course, and so maybe your budget is a luxury massage. Maybe it's sending yourself flowers once a week. One of the things that I love to budget for in my luxury budget is a gorgeous pot of tea or sachet of tea or whatever you call what tea comes in. Tea to me is just such a sweet way to nourish and nurture myself and to open up my senses through taste and touch and aroma. And the thing about tea is that you can get a beautiful handcrafted artisanal tea once a month to grow your tea collection. And it's relatively inexpensive. It is expensive for tea when you can get celestial seasonings or twinings at the grocery store for $5. But if your luxury budget is limited to maybe $20 or $30 a month, this is a beautiful way to remind yourself every time you open your pantry and you see this dazzling jewel of a box or a tin that evokes a sense of luxury every time you touch it and open it, It's a constant reminder, a talisman that you are worthy and deserving of luxury. And so in the show notes, uh, I put a link to this episode and you can visit that link to see some of my favorite brands of tea that bring an instant experience of luxury. The second is one that also might initially make you want to screech. And the second simple luxury is cleaning. (laughs) Again, you know, Virgos recording this podcast when they share that cleaning is one of their luxuries. But I will share that I recently got my car detailed and I cannot express the luxury that I feel every time I step into my little Toyota. I am doing a massive spring cleaning while I was on my listening tour. I rented my home on Airbnb, and so I put all of my personal belongings in the spare bedroom, and it has been a massive project to unpack and to sort and to be mindful about my belongings. But the feeling I have having let go of all those things and cherished and treasured what I do have is so luxurious when I walk through my home. A story about luxury a friend of mine told me once is that she was really wanting some new pots and pans. And she felt the urge to go to a big box store and just splurge and treat herself, quote unquote. But she was also saving for a savings goal and for paying off some debt. And so instead, she went to the store and she got a bottle of Barkeeper's Friend, which is this fabulous scrubbing powder that degreases, or whatever the word is, your pots and pans and spiffs up the stainless steel. And she spent a good amount of time 
sterilizing and shining and sparkling her pots and pans and hung them up. And the next morning she walked out and she saw the sparkling pots and pans that she'd had for years. And she said, I felt so wealthy. Because again, she didn't have to compromise or abandon her goals and her energy in order to get her needs met. Another thing that I find really impedes my experience of luxury is mindless excess. I am even more mindful of that after my recent big spring cleaning. It's this myth about luxury that luxury, in order to be experienced, must be something new. One of the things I love to do is go shopping in my own closet and pull out things. I actually pull out things that I haven't worn in an age and I put them on a special rack in my closet and I make it a fun little game for myself to wear those things perhaps in an inventive new way. And if I feel like I can't figure it out, they get donated or given to a friend. I think it's also really important to note that most experiences and brands associated with luxury are also associated with colonialism and harmful forms of capitalism and the hoarding of resources and shopping at a local boutique or shopping from a local farmer or researching the brands that you choose to invest in is a feeling first way to experience luxury by divesting in the experience and values that you want to see less of in your life and on this planet and investing in the experiences and values that you want to experience more of. That in itself, I think, is the ultimate luxury. The next simple luxury is the pleasure of shopping local. Oh, When I buy a bouquet of flowers from the farmer's market, from a flower farm that is here in my state or even in my city, the luxury I feel when I see those flowers on the table. I celebrate that I also recently planted my own flowers, which is someone who not only doesn't identify as having a green thumb, has a transparent thumb. It's like not even there. (laughs) My hydrangeas and lilies and all these gorgeous flowers are blooming on my deck right now. And I snip them and I place them around my home. And it is such a luxurious feeling knowing that not only are these flowers here for a time, but they're here for the whole summer. It is so unusual in our digital age to receive a gift that is handcrafted, and that is purchased from a local merchant. So shop local, shop local, shop local, the extra trip to the boutique for something that you could easily get on Amazon or some other major distributor is always, always worth it. And the final gem is the luxury of time. I am the type who is always scurrying out of the house. You know, I I know what time I have to leave and a habit that I'm working to change about myself 
is not confusing the time I need to leave the house with the time I need to get ready to leave the house. And one of the things that I love to play with around that is budgeting my time, where if I think I need 15 minutes to get ready, first of all, that is a myth for me. I know that if I need to get ready to go somewhere, it is going to be more like 20 minutes. And if I really want to give myself some luxury, I need to budget 30 minutes. The thing about that, that is so luxurious to give yourself that extra 10 minutes is that one, it keeps your heart rate, your nervous system, all parts of you relaxed in this often anxiety-producing experience of getting out the door. And it's also a way to practice something I talk about often here on the podcast, which is anticipatory self-care. So at the Ritz-Carlton, a brand often associated with luxury, there is a motto, you know, they're very known for their high level of customer service, and they are known for anticipating the needs of their clients before the client even knows that they have a need. And by giving myself just 10 minutes of extra time and actually leaving the house when I need to leave the house, or even, this is next level luxury, five minutes before I know I need to leave the house. It is anticipating the needs and caring for my future self. So when I scurry and when I am in that frantic adrenaline field, which is so addictive, you know, adrenaline, any adrenaline cycle just gives me a little hit of knowing that I'm alive, whether it's good or bad, it's still a hit. And gently starting to readjust my system to the dopamine cycle, which is the cycle of reward of setting a small goal to leave the house by a certain time and meeting that goal. It's like, oh, I did it. My little system gets to feel a swelling of pride, which also lets me know that I'm alive, but in a totally more sustainable way. So anticipatory self-care and the luxury of time. And that is the final gem to toss in your basket today. If you enjoyed this episode, and once again, if you would like to be counted as one of the muses that I speak to and have your name read on the air, please head to iTunes and leave a review or tag me on social media. And thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. For coaching, classes, and community in creating a lifestyle of embodiment, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There you'll find a free video series on how to reduce anxiety and intercept the stress response through powerful, confident body language. Head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash confidence to watch your first video 